0: it's your girl Nissy t and king C, and yes we are back so so excited to be back so just in case you are joining us for the very first time welcome to the power talks podcast where we are all about empowering educating inspiring and basically having conversations that you maybe don't have elsewhere and also having loads of fun as well and you know we love loads of fun oh yeah we definitely love that so Nissy, how have you been? Girl, first of all, I'm just excited to be back because I feel like the dynamic duo, we are really that, 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 like, that duo. That duo. We're back. We're, We're back. back. I'm, I'm really excited and really, really happy to be back. Um, happy new year. Oh my gosh, that's crazy, 2021. right? Twenty twenty 2020, a whole 2021. We need to do like a mad recap because 2020, it was something else. Eh? 2020 was something so serious. 2020 was like, sorry guys, I just took out my chewing gum and just put it on, <laughs> put it on my phone screen. If my husband do you know could what? see right now. Do you know what, I
1: was just about to say that I was going to say, um, if Ben
0: was here right now, because I, I know he would cast like,
1: I really like how Ben is with cleanliness.
0: Yeah, he's very, he's a hygiene, not, a, no, I wouldn't even say hygiene freak, but he's very like, he doesn't like dirt, he doesn't like mess. That's the only thing that he's very particular Did about. Did you only see like, that hygiene. after marriage? Uh, we'll get into that. <laughs> I think at least let us, at least, like, you know, introduce ourselves and get no, back but into I, the I single thing. I do
1: like that, though. I really, yeah. Even when he would say certain things in my head, I was thinking about the. Now I feel bad. I need to throw this
0: in the bin because now I feel like I can think of this bed. And I'm going to use. Wait, one second. Uh... And I've just picked up an antibacterial wipe. Okay, you go. So I right. can wipe down my phone. Ben, because she's ben making would, you proud. Just yeah. you know that. Just know that. Because Ben would cut. Ben hates stuff like that because he's like, do you know how much. Back? Don't worry, I wasn't going to eat it again, though. I was going to throw it away. But no, it was that, that was never the plan. I don't think. Missy, we're not think we are not too, I don't think we would have done I that. mean, I've done it before. What?
1: No, you haven't. But it doesn't make it hard. How yeah. Just chew, <laughs>
0: chew it again and it gets soft again. That is absolutely disgusting. I know it's disgusting. <laughs> that is disgusting. Can we cut that yeah. bit out? No, it's going all no.
1: the way. That is disgusting.
0: Anyway. Okay. Um, you know, let's just divert from the, my nasty, sometimes nasty habit. Nasty habits. Habits. Um, But welcome back, guys. Um, listen, happy new year, all of that good stuff. Hope that you entered into the year feeling good, positive, um, you know, and excited about the new year. And also, happy International Women's Day. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so are
0: we going to talk about the women that, like, what's, what is it? Inspire us or...
1: So, how about this? What does happy international women's day mean to you as a woman like what what kind of data how, how does it make you feel knowing that we
0: have actually this day it's quite a hard question to kind of answer to be fair. it really is and i'm trying to get comfortable you guys know that i love making sure that i'm cozy so see, you've got have you got a blanket is that blanket? no this is my scarf oh it looks like a blanket I'm here trying to make sure that I fit in camera, because we're trying to capture the visuals for you guys, and trying to make sure that, you know, we, the sound we look is half good. decent, and the sound is good, and be cosy, because I like to make sure that I'm cosy up in here with my cardigan. She's always cosy. I'm always cosy. I mean, Every it was time. worse when you had the car. Hey! Oh. She was cozy cozy. <laughs> Let's not talk about my car. In fact, we could talk about that in a bit, actually. My car got stolen, guys, but we'll come back to that in a bit. 2020 was eventful. Let's just say Yeah. That. Um, But yeah, International Women's Day, what does it mean to me? Um, It's just a moment for us to be able to recognise the power of women.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, we're bloody amazing. We have babies, we have periods, we still have to go to work. Listen, having a period is a whole job within itself. You know, sometimes you just don't want to get out of bed, but you have to get up and go to work regardless.
1: I know, especially with cramps.
0: Exactly. Thankfully, I don't really get cramps um, that much. Do you know what the trick is? What? Your diet. So what your diet really, diet? really affects your period. Okay, what What would you say was one thing that I should cut out to have a good period? So, less obviously, like, meat. Oh, great yeah, yeah, like, specifically, I would say red meat. Just because of the things that they, like, put in in it. Like, listen, I'm not no vegan, best believe. Let me make that very, very... Let me say that now. <laughs> I'm not a vegan. I'm not a vegetarian. I'm not even a pescatarian. Um, but I do try to avoid having too much meat. I think even the past two, three days, I've had way too much meat. Like, every meal has had meat in it, which yeah. is not good. i bar breakfast. Um... But, yeah, like, too much meat, making sure you have loads of fruit and vegetable in your diet, drinking loads of water. Yeah. But, yeah, your diet really does change. Because I remember I used to get really bad cramps, and then we did a fast at some point with my church. where So, basically, with our fast, 21 days, we didn't eat anything solid straight. But your body literally detoxes off of everything. And I remember getting my period, and I didn't even realise that I was coming on my period. Normally, oh... A ringing in the background, it should come off in a second.
1: I wonder who we'll be calling.
0: Who be call- probably? Um, uh, Tommy's wife.
1: Oh, so it's connected to the,
0: computer. To the computer, yeah, Just yeah, in case yeah. everyone's
1: wondering where we are, <laughs> yeah, I think. Oh,
0: okay, we're at the studio, we're at the studio, we're, at the, studio. we're at the Rig Nation Studios, um, run by Tommy Arami. Amazing, dope. Um, you might have seen me, I do watch my News on there, which is like a news um, show. Um, and yeah basically we've hijacked the studio so that we can actually record this so just and, in case and you wanna... what was ringing was basically the computer the computer the Mac the, Mac, <laughs> the iMac um, in the background um, which is connected to his phone and stuff but anyway yeah that's what International Women's Day means to me what does it yeah, mean to you yeah I
1: think that it's about recognising um, the women who are really killing it in the industry I think mm. it's time for us to with me personally and if you have been on our Instagram page um, which we're actually rebranding now yeah um, we, I like to do shout outs on women who are doing well with me you might not even have a massive following mm-hmm. I just like your content and how consistent you are and what you do and, mm-hmm. and everything that's what I, I like to recognise I like to basically say sis I see you doing what you're doing mm-hmm. and I'm proud of you yeah. basically that's what it means to me basically recognising someone else not so much myself but me sort of shouting at my sister like girl I see you doing what you're doing I know it's hard I've been there I've done it Keep going. I love that. So that's kind of like how I feel about International Women's Day. And, and you know, there's a, there's a lot going on um, um, in terms of women and equal pay and mm. this pay gap and stuff like that. So I'm hoping that in a few years, you know, we'll have women in really, really high places because mm. them, think about it. If we keep pushing these women forward and we keep saying yes, ghosts and pushing them and pushing mm-hmm. them, eventually
0: there'll be some big CEO you know, of large companies Mm -hmm. who are women. Yeah. Do you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of this video that I was um, sent um, by someone on my Instagram. And yeah, this is going to sound really like, yeah anyway it was a video basically of all these women you know those people that go around they, they stop people that drive really nice cars like oh yeah yeah yeah. Trucks yeah, yeah, and yeah, that. yeah yeah and they'll be like oh so what do you do what do you do so they did a one one for women instead and someone sent it to me because they said that this is going to be you in a few years amen oh, to that yes, i was like yes it. i take that i receive it um but it was really cool because it was all these different women like women who were CEOs of, like, tech companies and women who um, worked in, like, design or women who worked in, in construction. One. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was so sick. And I feel like the more we highlight that, the more we break ceilings and barriers for women exactly. all over the globe. I mean, and I think this is what, what is really important as well about celebrating International Women's Day because it's every woman from every walk of life, you know, from just every, every angle of life, no yeah. matter what it is that she... You know, where she lives. You could be in India. You could be in South Africa. You could be a woman in, you know, Mumbai. I don't know, wherever. Anyway. Mumbai. Mumbai I was going to say Mumbai. Because <laughs> you always talk about Mumbai. But, um, yeah, like, anywhere across the globe. And be recognized as, listen, you are worthy. You are enough. And you play a part to, you know, to this thing called life. You You have something to give. And as women, we literally change communities. Like, we change... You know, we change communities for real, for real, which is really exciting.
1: And yeah, so that's basically International Women's Day to us in a bubble. Yeah. So um, we'll be posting up some pictures on our Instagram. So be sure to follow us on Instagram, Power yes. Talk Podcast. Where we'll be posting a few pictures of women who inspire us. Mm-hmm. I do it every single year. Um, and just make sure you follow it because we've got some really good stuff coming up on there yeah. as well um so yeah so let's see what has been going on since see got married by the way because i know, do you know what? i've into <laughs> to our show before yeah and then we kept talking about the wedding and how you was planning to have the wedding in oh, turkey gosh. do you remember that podcast yeah i going to have like a wedding in turkey and, oh my
0: gosh And everything. i don't think we actually told everyone exactly how it went down oh my gosh okay so let me start from there, right? So, originally, from the last... part, po- Imagine that was, like, a year ago. Yeah. Can you believe that? I was that? listening
1: back to it to see...
0: Um,
1: what we were you speaking about? Oh. Just to recap. Just to recap where remember? we left off, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, mate. <laughs> so, so much, basically, nothing that I had planned happened. Like, not not one thing that I had planned happened. So, originally, we were supposed to do it in Turkey. That was just an idea because we loved the place. We knew it would be a lot cheaper than having it here. But that just didn't end up happening because we had some people who couldn't travel for different reasons. Um, Whether it be health reasons or like papers or whatever it is. Visa. Visa Mm -hmm. and passport. 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 Mm -hmm. So we ended up deciding, okay, no, we're going to have it in the UK. No word of a lie. In March, as soon as we went and put down a deposit... For a place that we finally decided, bearing in mind, we went to so many venues to the point where it got frustrating. Yeah. And, like, sometimes we were clashing because I was just sick and tired of going around in the same circles. We couldn't agree on, like, the type of venue we wanted to go for. Yeah. And then as soon as we put down a deposit for the venue, literally, the week a week later, we went into lockdown. Mm-hmm. And they were like, no weddings, no this, no that. By the way, the venue still has our deposit. They didn't give it back to us, but... I also understand because if they gave back everyone's deposit, they'd go bankrupt. So, you know, it is what it is. But they said that you can still do your part. Yeah, so they said that we can still do, they said we can just reschedule and come back and maybe do like a a one year celebration or something like that. So they basically said, Oh, did your face do that? Of course, they will say something. (laughs) Of course, of course. But that's the thing. But they, as a business, have to think. I kind of understood, I understood from both perspectives. It was like frustrating on our side because it's like, excuse me, we paid for something, give us our money back. But at the same time, we understand from their perspective, COVID came out of nowhere. Yeah. Nobody expected it. If they they literally gave refunds to everybody that they had booked for that year, they would have no money. Yeah, exactly. How are they supposed to, you know, run or pay bills or whatever it is? So um, they basically were like, listen, we can't give you back the deposit. It's non-refundable. Yeah. But how about do what a lot of other people, apparently, allegedly, people different people were doing, which was they were just like, do you know what, we're still going to get married, but we'll come back and basically do like a celebration after. couldn't have receptions yeah just like us um so yeah that all happened then we were kind of trying to figure out what was going on and we were going back and forth for like months and thank god let me just say my husband so bloody patient because he was just um just patient with me he was just kind of like what is it that you want what what do you want how do you want it to happen you just tell me what it is because he was like listen we could get married in a box and i wouldn't care because yeah. it's just about the two of us. But I was more kind of like, no, I want to, you know, we're only gonna, we're only gonna do it once. So I want to do this. I want to do that. Long story short, nothing went the way that I had planned. Nothing went the way she planned. She said, ma'am, nothing. Did no way. I
1: had to add my You family. had to
0: add your ad libs because you know the stress. Yeah. That I went through. Long story short, it got to about thirty days to the date that we wanted to have the wedding on, and um. 30 days before that, I literally just turned around to him. I was like, I just want to do it. I just want to get married. I don't know why we're dilly-dallying. I know that we would love, because imagine the, the venue that we had put a deposit for was for about 700 people. Wow. So, you know, it was going to be a big, shut-down wedding. Them when decades. have arrived. Yeah. Um, So imagine we go from that to now Boris telling us that you can only have thirty people at your wedding. Fifteen. It was fifteen even before, and then they kind of lifted that a little bit, so then they had thirty and went back. But imagine fifteen people at your wedding, and we kept pushing things back because we were like, okay, maybe it will. You know, we thought, oh, March lockdown. We thought, all right, a couple of months, we'll be all right. You know, a couple of months. Nah, it kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse until we got towards the end of the year, and I was like, there's no way I can leave this year not married. Like, what's the point? I want to move out. I don't want to be at home anymore. I just felt like, nah, I felt stuck, if that makes sense. So yeah, we just decided that we were going to do it 30 days before. I just turned to Ben and bless him. He was so sweet. I was like, babe, let's just do it. Yeah. What are we waiting for? Let's just do it. And so we had exactly 30 days to plan. And it was 30 days because we decided that we were going to do our traditional. So our traditional marriage. And then I just decided 30 days prior to that. I was like, why don't we just do everything? What are we waiting for? Yeah, I think that when she wait, told me, do you know yeah. what? I'm not
1: even to cut you. Yeah, go ahead. When I'm she told me anyway. um, I'm gonna do the white wedding, I was like, how? Mm. How are we gonna do that? Mm. Because I see that he's gonna make. See, Nissy was at the point of her, her her time when she just had the most utmost. She said she had enough. You know when someone has actually had enough, enough, like you can hit a them. The voice, mm-hmm. the way they're demanding stuff. They're like, "Listen, I don't care." Basically, she said, "I don't care how you do make it happen or who turns up. It's happening. So if you're there, you're
0: join there. the ride. You
1: miss the ride, that's your business. But this train <laughs> is going. Yeah, that's literally what she said. And I remember, I was just like, you know what? If she said that's what's gonna happen. That's
0: what's, what's gonna, gonna happen.
1: happen. I said, we, we wherever you go, we shall follow.
0: We just yeah. said, okay." we said let's it go. literally was like that i think because um obviously planning so we were already set the date for the tr- for the traditional and so we knew like okay cool the traditional's happening on the 24th of october so all that we were planning towards was that but then when we decided that no nah, let's just do everything like because we knew we were like if we wait we're gonna we're not gonna be bothered to do the whole white wedding thing or anything like that and for me personally the traditional does mean that we're married, but we're also born in the UK and there are certain cultural things like the, the white wedding is a Western thing. Let's just, you know, let's call a spade a spade. Whereas the traditional is our culture is, you know, the Congolese heritage, etc. Yeah. But I felt as though I, I still wanted that white wedding. Like it was just something that I wanted for myself um i don't even know like there's not really anything to say i just wanted it right
1: yeah and you're you're right to do so yeah Yeah, you know it's
0: within my right to want to have a white wedding so i was just like let's just do it yeah otherwise if we wait until next year god knows what will happen by that point like we're not going to be bothered to revisit this whole situation again so and i'm so glad that we did so yeah we just decided we're going to do everything 30 days so we started calling everybody letting our parents know we're just going to do it because also with COVID. COVID was actually the main reason. Because it was like, COVID could be another two years. Yeah. And what are we are going to do? We're just going to keep waiting until COVID goes. Until we get married. No, it's not going to happen that way. Yeah. So yeah. And then we just ended up getting married on the 24th of October. And we did our traditional on the Friday, which is the 23rd. Um, and then on the 24th, we ended up doing our white wedding. And, and by 24. the
1: way, just to let you know about the difficult part. She yeah. didn't have a lot of people at her traditional and she couldn't have a lot of people at her actual wedding. Of course. So I remember at the traditional, she was like, you know, no one's coming there, no one's gonna be there, this and that. So I was just like, well, you know, if I just turn up, she's not definitely gonna like tell me to go home. Because no, I, I told you to no, come. No, no, this, this was before. Oh. Uh, so I yeah. was just like, but basically my plan was, she told me no one can come. I was like, okay, whatever, sis. But I was just gonna bring myself, you know, just come, you know. If just to sneak at the back and be like, hey girl, you know, I just sneak my way back out. Yeah. The day before her traditional, she calls me, Bong. Cecilia, I can't lie, I need you to be at the traditional. Yeah, I don't know if I can do this by myself. Do you know what? Yeah, God works in, in a mysterious space because if I didn't come on that day, oh, there was so man. much stuff that we had to do that I actually don't think we had enough people to do it. No. Like, I literally had to kidnap her sisters and be like, I don't know where you are going, but you need to help me yeah. dish out this food for these people because yeah. I had to. Prep all the food, cut the onions, you know, heat it up, heat up the rice. It was a lot of stuff, but I know in her mind she just didn't want,
0: obviously, the capacity. She wanted it to be. Yeah, I just didn't want it because obviously they were threatening, like, you know, and we'd even seen stories of some people's weddings getting shut down, people being arrested at their own wedding. Can you imagine being in your wedding just and you get arrested? Like, what kind of. I I could just be. Are you not uncles going mad? (laughs) The would go, She's getting married. She's how de- like oh, they, yeah. How yeah, dare it, you it would be crazy. No, I could see them, I can see a lot they would flip. Yeah, would hectic flip. Stuff happening. So for me, it was that also I was just kind of like, I don't and also I wanted to make it clear because I also wanted to respect where we were having our wedding. So massive shout out to Hevelyn and David. So Hevelyn um is actually the person who hooked me up with their church. It's actually her dad's church. So I, I forgot the name, Calvary Baptist. Oh, I need to get the name right. Calvary Charismatic Baptist Church. There we go. I wanted to make sure I got it right. Calvary Charismatic Baptist Church. Massive shout out to them because they helped so much. They allowed us to have the, we- the the traditional on the friday and then to have the wedding there also but in a different auditorium on the saturday yeah and i also wanted to respect them because hevelyn was like listen my dad is very strict with this stuff like he's not playing because they would have got because they were threatening people with ten thousand pound fine yeah who's going to be paying a ten thousand pound fine so i understood like the gravity of what we were doing i didn't want it to be that You're it's my it? family that's yeah. taking the piss and now all of a sudden, um, you know this church is getting 10,000 pounds fine we're looking bad you know the police have a ra- there was just too much to risk yeah, you yeah, know yeah so that's why I was very strict with people um, but people ended up coming anyway. <laughs> they definitely did police people, so dis- people me. do not have chill
1: I don't think they have um, there was no manners
0: Manners. Congress people are mannerless honestly you know, like no manners
1: and I think a lot of the of, of social my, my language. A lot of people in our family yeah. always feel
0: entitled.
1: Entitled. Yes. Yeah, they feel like quite entitled. It's a lot in the Congolese community. You feel like you're entitled. If they're going to choose anyone, it has to be you. Yeah. Or, but then, me personally, I just realized that actually, it's your choice You you want to put where you want to put. Exactly. You just put me where you want me to be, and that's where I'm going to be. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think I've learned that just growing up here i don't actually feel like i'm much of an entitled kind of cousin yeah no
0: oh no definitely not yeah i don't think any of my sisters are either like Mm -mm. i think it's just the older if you invite us we're there you already know if you need us missy we're there and that's one thing that i will say though that that you know having the support of people when you're planning a wedding is so important because i was so stressed planning a wedding during covid is like Taking the, because people say, I, I remember reading a list of like the, the top most stressful things. And I think planning a wedding came like number four or number five. What
1: was number one?
0: Um, getting a house? I think getting a house was number one. I think buying a house was number one. I think buying yeah. a house is probably number one. I think number one was buying a house. But number four was getting married, planning a wedding. Now imagine planning a wedding around Africans who all have a say in everything. And then in addition to that, during COVID, and then in addition to that, doing it in 30 days. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. It was, it was, I was highly stressed. No one ever lied, guys. I spent about 80% of the lead up to the wedding crying. I lost so much weight, which I'm not mad about though, because I look cute in all my pictures. <laughs> um, and it was weight that I wanted to shed anyway. But I was also fasting at the same time. But I needed to fast and pray because, yeah, planning a wedding... Yeah. It's emotional strain. But you, you seem
1: quite strong, in my opinion, throughout the
0: whole time. Oh, don't worry. It's because Ben was the one that was getting all the tears. I was calling him nearly every day crying. Just like, I can't do this. My family's just stressing me out. Everyone was just... Everyone did something to annoy me at some mm. point. Everyone was just stressing me out. And then I feel like... Um, I also actually, to be fair, this is, this is me being really, really honest as well. Um... I felt a little bit as well, like my, like my, so like financially, that my family weren't there the way that I would have wanted either. Yeah. Just because, and I, but afterwards, obviously I get it because I know that we did it very quickly. And not everyone is in a place to just financially be like, here, take this or here, take that. But I felt as though even my friends were the ones that took more responsibility, whether it be financially, whether it be, whatever, they were the ones that took that. Whereas I felt like my family were just kind of like, I don't know. I felt a little bit like, I don't know. Lonely. Not, I was going to say like a bit abandoned, but not really abandoned. I don't know. Because I feel like it's a bit dramatic to say abandoned because my family was there. Like you're my family. So like you yeah. guys were there. Like Cecilia would call me and be like, what do you need? Like whatever yeah. you need, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I felt it was really funny how everyone was so entitled but yet, financially, Pim, when it came to the money part, and I think everyone that being quiet.
1: as her cousin, I felt that frustration coming from her. Because yeah. uh, remember, we, we spoke about like, you yeah. know, oh yeah, but if there's you know if, if the people are going to do something, just tell them to do it, whatever. Yeah. So I was like, you know what, with my family, what I think happens the most here: yeah, people need direction. Mm-hmm. I think. With, with our family that's what we we lack in mm. leadership direction what the hell are we doing right. where we're we going right so i remember being like, okay listen, see this is what you're gonna do we need to get round everybody up. Mm. We need to round them up this week. We need to make it can happen this yeah. week because I knew. What I'm telling my dad. Okay, so what happened? To, basically, in my country called it contribution. I don't know how you say it in
0: English. Yeah, like contributions. Basically. Oh yeah, contributions. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, like contributions. Yeah,
1: obviously contributions, and I feel like everyone needed direction. Everyone needs to be like on the same page, yeah. almost like we're moving in like a unity. Like mm-hmm. this is the date. This is what's happening. Mm-hmm. This is what's going on. So I was up to my dad like because with Nissi, because at the time like I told you, she was very frustrated you was basically <laughs> over it so everything that's coming up it was like fire so yeah. it's like okay cool i see that she's frustrated about this and i was like Aww. let me see how i can basically remove some of this burden yeah her and where we're gonna who does this money go to or where do we put this or so i remember we had just like almost um we had almost like what Two, three, I think like a week before the wedding. Yeah. Yeah, like a week before the wedding. I think it was like two weeks. Maybe, two weeks before the wedding. Before I remember wedding. calling all my... I remember, I remember basically shouting at my dad and being like, Dad, you need to... Because my dad's like one of the older lot in the family. Yeah. So I was like, dad, But dude, he's so soft and so delicate. Bless he's, him. Yeah,
0: he's so delicate. He's so delicate. He's, so delicate. He's, uh, not, he's not like a typical Congolese uncle. I was literally telling him what to say. Yeah. I was like, Dad. Cecilia was, honestly speaking, like, honestly, and this is something I want to say on the podcast as well, if there's anyone that bloody inspires me or that I am so glad that I have in my life is you. Really? Because Cecilia, I was beyond, I don't think I can describe to you how stressed and anxious, filled, and frustrated I was. But Cecilia called a meeting. She was like, we're going to have a meeting. Imagine, how is it that us as the the young people are the ones that are are leading the tribe? Shouldn't it be that you guys should know, okay, our daughter's getting married because that's what everyone, you'll be the same person and this is what sometimes frustrated me and maybe this is something that people can maybe talk about if they relate. You know, tweet us, let us know, hit us up on the Instagram, let us know if you guys experience this, especially if you're Africans. But Africans have this thing where they want to be so entitled but then now, in order to lead people in the right direction, you're leading leading us to
1: wilderness
0: like you're you're the first person to open your mouth and to be entitled you know saying oh but it has to be like this it has to be like that but there's no direction yeah at least that's how i felt from our side yeah that's what we lacked in our family very much so and obviously everyone was frustrated because they were like you knew that this wedding was going to happen a month ago why are we only having this conversation now and yet the same people that were asking the question i'm looking at you thinking yeah why because it shouldn't be that. Cecilia has to force everybody. He, she literally rounded up all of the uncles, yeah. forced her dad to make all the calls. I kept telling her, just apply pressure. Cecilia, apply pressure. It's Isn't not it for I you, Cecilia. pressure. Mm. And you know, my dad, yeah,
1: my dad's so soft. People don't understand how soft my dad is. Yeah. My dad is so soft and i literally sat next to him.
0: Yeah, during the meeting. And we he had, had a way, family like, meeting, guys, just before the wedding. I was like,
1: dad, even, the thing is, I wrote down everything he has to say in yeah. that meeting. I'm probably pointing at the paper like, this is, no, you to release this. And then you have these uncles cutting in. Oh, what about this? You you just be, be be careful because me, I'm the leader. And I already put it on my paper. So you better yeah. take time. Oh, and man. I was like, yeah, we're going to get to that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Next and point. um but Cicilla it was so funny. I wish we recorded that just so that we could look back and laugh because Cecilia literally sat down and said I'd bought out a notebook and pen in this family gathering of uncles and aunties oh, big uncles you big know. uncles and aunties and she literally was like, all right, we're gonna go through point one. We haven't finished point two we've got to go back because sometimes family you know someone wants to go into this point and that point and people started arguing oh yeah it was it was, it was a lot. lot.
1: But, but I knew that, especially because I was going in. with It was basically me and Lizzie was the only young people, and was actually going into the lines then. If you Literally, know how our family oh is, God. and I was just like, at the end of the day, we need to stand our ground. And even it was like, no, it's not happening like that. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, yes, girl, right? It's really hard. Yeah. If, if you're from the African culture, it's really
0: hard to kind of stand up for yourself. Yes. In those kind of let's um, talk about that. Why is it so difficult for? And not even in a disrespectful way. Yeah. But as soon as the moment, and this this is what another thing that kept coming up, and myself and Ben had to have this conversation. As soon as you stand up for yourself or you say no, this is my wedding or this is something that I'm making a decision about, mm. and I want to do it this way, you're considered disrespectful. Yeah.
1: I don't know. What is that? Uh, do you know what? And it's so weird because my partner, he's from the Caribbean. Mm. And he would be like, listen, I'm only giving respect to those that respect me. If you mm. don't respect me, then I ain't going to respect you. But mm. I'm just like, don't no, you should respect everyone that's older than you. Like, it doesn't matter who mm. they are. Just respect them. Just. But he's like, yeah, but if you're disrespecting me, how am I supposed to respect you if you're disrespecting me? Mm. And that's what we kind of like be like, mm, okay, I see where you're coming from. I see, from. Where, you're, you're, okay, I see where, where you're taking this angle. I see
0: where you're going. But I think,
1: because I don't think, one thing my mum did tell me that her and her mum, never had the kind of same relationship that i have with my mom mm. her and her mom never had the same like with me and my mom you can like base she basically even said that like i can hug my mom like literally sit on the sofa and i'm hugging her and I'm cuddling her, yeah but she said she never had that kind of relationship with her I mom know. she's like that's impossible like the kids are with the kids and the moms are with the moms like it's not like that kind of bond mm-hmm. so i feel like because they always had that mentality where everyone's sort of separate and yeah, everything feels like true. a big gap and it's like they are the elders even the way african mums look after their husbands like their husband could be the most disrespectful man in the world oh block. my god but, let's talk about but, it but they dish them up the food so nicely and no like this whole like a lot of the men are on some high pedestal like really really high not that mm-hmm. they shouldn't be yeah not that they shouldn't be mm-hmm. but extremely like as if they're like the gods of even like, when the men are coming to my house, mm, mama will be like the best, 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 best child that she's ever seen. And I'm just
0: like, but it's not that I'm asking that she shouldn't do it. I'm just asking why, why? Right. What's the I just think, it. You, so one thing I think I want to go back because I think one thing that you said that is 100% right is the whole thing about like the fact that everyone's so segmented and separated. So there's the adult and there's the children. The children don't get involved in the adult's business and the adult, they don't care about the children's business. That's yeah. just how it always was. Whereas now we come over to the U- UK and we come to the Western world and all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, those boundaries and those barriers are kind of blurred a little bit. Mm. So it's now, it's not no, it's not necessarily just children be children. No, now it's actually, oh no, I'm a young adult or I'm growing up now mm. and now I have a right to have an opinion. And I think Africans re kind of like, they push back at that. Mm. Oh, excuse me, I just burped. But they push back at that they push back at that because they just feel like this is not what happens in Africa. In Africa, you don't say no to your parent. There's yeah. no such thing. There's no such thing. You say no, you get beaten the hell up. Like, yeah. that's, just, that's just a fact. Um, but one thing that I do want to go to, though, that I don't think is necessarily a bad thing is treating, you know, whether it be the men in your family or your, your husband or whatever in high regard. I think that the problem is when... We, I mean, we were speaking about this the other day, and maybe this is a whole other conversation we need to go yeah. into, that kind of suffering mentality. Treat your your husband like a king, 100%. Mm, We're going to talk about that in a second. Treat your husband like a king. I treat my husband like a king. Mm -hmm. Listen, my husband is my baby, and he looks after me. Like, there's no doubt about it. The way he loves me and takes care of me. Listen, I'm a blessed woman. I know what I have. I do not. That's why I hold on to him, because I'm like, this man is such a blessing. Especially when you hear... Things that people go through, you're like, hey, please, I'm glad that I have mine. Mm. And I actually like my husband. Like, we get on with friends. We can be like guys, like, you know, just banter and all that kind of stuff. So I treat my husband like a king. But what is the issue is when so many women, especially African mums, you'll be disrespected. You'll get beaten up. They'll treat you like crap, like you're the crap at the bottom of their shoe. Because again, there's that kind of hierarchy or because in a lot of African cultures, it's seen as the man is above the woman, the woman's job is to cook, to clean, and to be quiet. You yeah. know? And, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but that's just how a lo- it is in a lot of African cultures. Yeah. And so, with that, that kind of still plays a part, I think, as to why a lot of people, like you said, so in case you're not Congolese, basically in our culture is like, just, just hot, like, Close your heart. Literally, the literal translation is just close your heart. So it basically just just means just suffer, suffer in silence. Basically, like just it's okay. Suffer in silence. Like you're gonna be fine. He's beating you up. You're gonna be fine. He's 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 abusing you verbally. You're gonna be fine. He's treating you like the the dirt off the bottom of your shoe. You're gonna be fine because you you made a commitment and that's it. Yeah, definitely. So I don't think that there's anything wrong with treating your husband like a king. No, but treat treat like a king, but just you know know as well if you're being abused like. I just feel you know like right. with with the women,
1: doesn't matter, it's just the culture. Yeah. It's most culture most thing. African women treat their partners like kings regardless. Yeah.
0: Do you see um a lot of African men treating their wives like queens? Um, only my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I lot how you said that. So my, cute. No, but my dad is like Oh, your dad is so different. Okay, like you know that your parents gave me hope for a marriage. Really, yeah, and I know that their marriage is not perfect, I know that everyone goes through stuff, yeah, but they genuinely gave me hope. But let me
1: just tell you the dynamics of my parents, yeah, so, yeah, everyone, yeah, can yeah. Of so everyone can understand. My mom is a woman not to play with, like, my yeah. mom's like. He was even talking about something. Sorry, I'm going to go so off topic, guys. And I know we don't have long, and I don't want to keep these podcasts, like, too long. Yeah. But I just want to say something. Yeah. That, uh, so basically some girl, her her, um, her father passed away. Mm-hmm. And um, her father's siblings mm-hmm. came to the mum's house and took all the father's stuff. Um, all his, like, Rolexes, wow. the TV... Um, everything the father bought, the chair, like, they literally swiped the whole house out because obviously everything belonged to their dad, their their brother, sorry, mm-hmm. yeah. And I was saying to myself, hmm, mum, if this happened to you, would you allow my dad's siblings to come into the house and take this off? Because they'll be coming in. And I say, try me. Hmm. I don't even think no one would try my mum, you know.
0: Nah, no one would. My mum would be looking at them, just try. Be mom. try
1: and pick up something in this house, try. <laughs> so. So my mom is very much of like really, really like.
0: She's a very strong woman. woman. <laughs> like my <mom's> very, strong. <laughs> very dominant. Like she's a very dominant woman. I
1: mean, my dad is very so sweet. He's and very soft. soft. Like he's very soft. So you know, sometimes my mom might do something and my dad's just like, oh, why? And then my mom kind of feels bad because the man is soft. He yeah. Can't really shout a
0: man that's already soft. And soft. Yeah. So I think like. But one thing I want to make clear though is that your mom. Always and ha- well, at least I don't know obviously the ins and out again of your your home and what's mm. happened, like maybe when when we went there, but it seems like your mum always respects your dad, though she's always treated him like a king,
1: yeah. Always. But then I think that I feel like that comes back to the culture, though,
0: yeah. So you think it's more so because of, yeah, but okay.
1: because my mum, no matter what, no matter what happened, my mum will always have my dad's food nicely presented, yeah. They don't, it doesn't matter if anything happened because look at an hour in the morning. Just know that at that time yeah. food will be ready. I've never seen my mum kick my dad out of the house. Yeah. Like, or oh, get out or something like this. And I was talking about that to my partner as well. And I said, like, I don't know if it's a culture thing, but I don't see me living with you yeah. and telling you to get, to out. get out. My no. mum never ever kissed on my dad and my dad never stepped downstairs. That's yeah. not something that's it's never not happened. A thing. Yeah. <laughs> go and sleep you, on the you're sofa angry. You go and sleep in the same bed, they've always slept in the same bed like my house is a house where everyone wakes up at all hours of the time. Like, mm. There's so many people. I would know if my dad was sleeping in the sofa downstairs. Yeah. Like, he got kicked out. Do you know what I mean? So it's never happened. And I know as a woman, I don't want to be that woman either. Yeah, me neither. Oh, get out, get out, or just leave. No, this is our marriage. This is our life. This is what we are. We need to sort and it out. We need yeah. to sort it out. And I, I think that's the kind of um, woman my mom is. My mom mm. has always had my dad's back. Yeah. Even when my dad can't. Have these like, cause my dad's quite soft guys, Like maybe sometimes there might be some time where he doesn't really say stuff to you, not cause problems. Mm-hmm. My mom of their business, she goes, I don't know who you're talking to, but hey, my husband. <laughs> and people will actually be like, ah, right, cool. I hear I yeah. where you're coming from, you know, mm-hmm. which is a weird dynamic as well because a lot of men are quite vocal and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. But my my dad's really a man that doesn't like trouble. He doesn't yeah. really like
0: problems. He just like everything to be cool He's so laid back. And He's and so nice. cool and chill. Yeah, yeah,
1: he's very someone that likes some to be stuff to be quite cool, but yeah, it's nice to know that you're inspired by them. No,
0: definitely, I think for me, anyway, I know that we've got to like wrap up and stuff, but for me, it gave me hope. Let's just say that because they they still treat each other like they're still giddy, like they still they so, sometimes it's cringe, but I love it. I love watching them because they're still outfits. matching outfits. Like, yeah, I just love it basically. But I think um we definitely have to maybe come back and have another conversation about like. Um, just relationships and and the importance of making sure that you don't lose yourself in your marriage or you don't lose yourself in your relationship I mean we don't necessarily have to talk about marriage but hey I'm married now so that's that's kind of like my main like my my outlook now has changed a bit and I would say as well that I actually am the same as your mum as your mum. Because I remember there was this one time where me and Ben had an argument. And the crazy thing is we barely argue, like we barely ever argue. But when we do have an argument, it causes like a real big rift because we're both big softies while we're both you know uh, people call me an alpha female because of the stuff that i do in the way that i am but at home trust me my husband is still my husband um but (laughs) him as well alpha male him as well big baby like we're both quite emotional so when we have like an argument disagreement we really do get in our feelings like it's not nice you can really feel it in our home and there was this one day where um i was cooking and basically um no i didn't i hadn't even started cooking but i knew that he was hungry and we got into an argument. We were not talking. I had to put my headphones in. We were not talking. And I cooked anyway. And I literally cooked the entire meal ready for like the next few days. And um, he was literally like, wow, you know what? Yeah, you must really love me. Because even though you were angry with me, you still cook for me. And I said, of course, even if I'm angry at you and get on my last damn nerves, you're still going to eat yeah, and you're going to eat so, well. Do
1: you know what? That is so sweet because you know? I'm actually the opposite. <laughs> that is so sweet. That is so sweet. I do. That is so sweet. That is. I'm, listen, I told you I've got some traits. But, but you see, my boyfriend, yeah, I would mm. say that that's him. Even if he's angry at me, he will still look after me. Like, like really look. Like, he will still look after me. Like, if, if he said he's going to do something, like, he will still do it. But I me. Mean, oh, he's no. Angry. I don't even think I'm a cook. You will, you would both be fasting. Fast and prayer. You know, he would look at me like, see, like, should be order food. I'll be looking at him like you best be deciding to order food. Even if he ordered food just for himself, best believe it, I'll try to eat that food as
0: well. Oh my god! I don't think he would do. I don't think. No, he, nah, would he wouldn't do that. I don't think he He's would too caring. Though. He would buy food for me. I don't both think of he
1: guys. order food because he knows
0: for that me. you would be so upset. That's he rude. Would, Can he you imagine? Knows
1: how I am. What? I am not cooking. If I'm upset, there's no point in me cooking. But my food is not gonna taste. It's good. not
0: gonna taste nice because it's not made me, with love. Me,
1: co- I was telling this thing. Yeah, you must.
0: Cook
1: with, with love. love. <laughs> like, when I cook and I'm cooking with love, even, like, the other day, sorry, I know we're going to wrap up seriously really and we've got, like, a minute or so. Yeah. But I remember the other day, I made something for Hannah, salmon with some white cream sauce and um, mm. um, some broccoli. Mm. Hannah tried to finish, she was like, This was made with with love. love. You know, you have to taste it. But you know what, guys? It's all about empowering each other. Yes. And it was just
0: so nice to have a good chat with you, Nithi. Oh, I'm so happy to be back, see? I feel like it's been such a long time and i like, this is good as well. Cause this is like a bit of our therapy sessions that like, we really have our is. little, little mini therapy sessions to be able to share. But guys, listen, we are going to go because we're trying to make sure as well that we don't make our episodes too long yes. just to make sure that you stay engaged and you actually enjoy the content. It's not just us going into different angles, uh, Oh, that's so nasty. I burped. I always, but so I'm back to it again. She didn't, she didn't burp at the beginning. I, mean, she I think I did burp end. actually though. But you guys know it's like my tradition to make sure I burp on each episode. I don't do it on purpose, but it happens. I do apologise. Um, but this is how you know I'm very, very comfortable with you. But ultimately, guys, make sure you follow us. Oh, our platforms. Where should they follow us?
1: So we are on Instagram on Power Talks Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, the app will be underneath this um, podcast episode. But mm-hmm. most importantly... Um, we have so many things happening on Instagram so make sure you follow us on there yeah. and also Nissy has a lot of things going on, on her platform I normally share it on the podcast as well so make sure you go onto there as well yes. and have a look because we've got
0: big massive things coming this year yeah we really do really really excited so again guys it's been your girl Nissy T and your girl King C. and this has been the Power Talks podcast we are officially back and we'll see you again next time
1: bye bye bye